0: Hello, I'm Stuart Craner from The thinkers 50. Today our guest is Chris Voss, author of Never Split the Difference, a great book about negotiating. negotiating. Uh, Chris has unique experience because he's the former lead international kidnapping ne- negotiator of the FBI. Chris, welcome.
1: Thank you, Stuart. Pleasure to be here.
0: So, Never Split the Difference. W- w- what does that mean? Well, it, we, I mean, we've all split the difference in our negotiations.
1: Right, right. And uh, so, as a hostage negotiator, learning negotiation from a hostage negotiator's perspective, I couldn't, there are four hostages in a bank, I couldn't call the guy inside and say, you know, hey, you know what, uh, let's we'll split, uh, split the difference, I'll take two hostages and everybody go home. You know, I don't think you should split the difference, uh, ever. So if, a couple things, if you learn about negotiation with these ideas from the very beginning, then I think you're liberated. I think it makes negotiation a much easier task. And splitting the difference. Uh, my son was visiting me in Los Angeles the other day. The, the metaphor that we use all the time is he, I know, we're going to teach a class and he, he said, what do I wear? The brown shoes or the black shoes? And I said, uh, well, if we split the difference, you'd wear one black and one brown. And so (laughs) I actually had him put one black and one brown shoe on. I took a picture of that as a metaphor. But uh, splitting the difference is usually a bad idea. Uh, It's usually, uh, let's take half of your ideas, which are different from mine, half of my ideas, which are different from yours, which means they won't match up, and let's put them together. And it's uh, a train wreck.
0: You, You talk in the book about psychological judo which is a really nice phrase. Yeah. What what, what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, and then we started talking about that, and then we really refined it more to listeners' judo. I mean, it's a combination. A hostage negotiator is uh, an everyday psychologist, a layman psychologist, a regular guy. And how do we navigate people's emotions so that we make great deals? And a lot of it is um, really beyond listening. We know what to listen for. And we know once we listen for these things, some of them, if we diminish it, it's going to lean things the the way we want it to go. Some of them, if we strengthen it, it's going to lean things the way we want it to go. And so I get you leaning the way I want you to go, which I guess is what judo is all about. And it's almost, uh, reading the book,
0: you, you turn empathy into a kind of hard discipline, rather than a soft skill.
1: Weaponized empathy, yeah, tactical empathy, <laughs> military-grade empathy. And who thought that was possible with empathy? <laughs> exactly. You know, because most of the time we think of empathy as like, hey, let me give you a hug. I understand. I feel so bad for you. You know, that's horrible. Uh, you know, that, that sympathy, it's really horrible. And uh, when, um, when I first began to collaborate with Harvard, you know, uh, the somewhat self-congratulatory phrase, great minds think alike, which means as soon as you find somebody that uh, agrees with you, you can't help but be impressed with how brilliant and insightful they are. But we had kind of this definition of empathy in the uh, in the FBI hostage negotiation that wasn't sympathy in any way, shape, or form. It was a mercenary's tool. It was what you used to get things done. And we used it because it worked. Because we want to get the bad guys out, we want st- to and we want to save everybody's life, if we can. Um, and then I decided to collaborate with Harvard. I went up there, and they had the same definition. And I thought, we are at least on the same sheet of music here. So yeah, empathy, basic empathy is not sympathy. It's not, it's not being supportive in any way. It's being uh, incredibly understanding, which is not support and not agreement and not disagreement a very fine line and When you take that, it's very powerful. So we agreed on empathy um, as a mercenary's tool. And for the longest time I had in the business school courses that I taught, I'd have to sell it as an idea. And the way that I sold it was I said, you know, sociopaths are great at it. Why should they have all the fun? You know, why don't we use this to our advantage? Because it works. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a very proactive skill tool.
0: Thank you for listening. That was a Thinkers 50 podcast. Thinkers 50 podcasts are produced by KDH Creative.